0: We are excited to educate, motivate, and inspire you to change the way you perceive health and discover your art of living well. Get ready to feel inspired. This episode
1: is brought to you by our wonderful sponsor, Appetite for Change. Appetite for Change is a nonprofit in North Minneapolis that uses food as a tool for health, wealth, and social change. This year, in light of COVID and the unrest in Minneapolis, Appetite for Change has continued to ground themselves in their mission and center their work around community connection and nourishing food.
0: They launched a pilot program called Community Cooks Meal Boxes, which provides fresh produce and pantry items, plus two recipes for over 300 families at no cost to the family. The program has been such a success that it has been extended for another six weeks and will continue into 2021. AFC has utilized the kitchens of their two restaurants, Breaking Bread Cafe and Station 81, to produce over 200,000 meals that have been distributed across the Twin Cities to healthcare workers, seniors, and families in need.
1: In addition, they have seven farm plots across North Minneapolis that are tended to by community members and Appetite for Change youth learning how to grow a variety of plants. These fresh fruits and vegetables are distributed throughout the North side. Even in 2021, Appetite for Change is committed to building a more equitable food system by delivering fresh and nourishing food to healthcare workers, seniors, and families in need, tending urban gardens and more.
0: We have been collaborating with Appetite for Change over this past year, and we have loved their dedication to their mission, and we so look forward to volunteering with their organization and working with them more in 2021. To learn more about Appetite for Change, listen to episode 31 of our podcast with one of their founders, Michelle Horowitz.
1: For more information or to donate, head on over to AppetiteForChangeMN.org backslash impact or on Instagram and Facebook at
0: Appetite for Change. Hello and welcome to episode 60 of the Art of Living Well podcast. Before we dive into today's episode, we want to ask that if you're enjoying this podcast, if you could just please take two minutes to leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcast. Doing so really helps us reach more people so that others can benefit from the inspiring conversations and resources that we share each week. If you enjoy this episode, we'd love it if you would share it with a friend, family member, or anyone who you think may benefit from this information. And of course, we'd love for you to share it on social media, tag us, and connect with us. We'd also love to know what topics you want to hear more about as we plan out the content for this coming year. We are thrilled to bring you today's guest, Tatiana Lampa. Tatiana is a personal trainer specializing in corrective exercise. She has a BS in nutrition and exercise sciences and is an ACSM certified personal trainer. She's a New York-based trainer and is taking over the online space with her signature program, Move Better. Tatiana has also launched her own app called Training with T, so she can continue to help clients reach their goals from anywhere in the world. From dancing and cheering to playing volleyball, Tatiana has been physically active her entire life. She is extremely passionate in spreading the importance of exercise, healthy choices, and moving better. Tatiana has been a coach since she was 17 years old and couldn't imagine her life any other way. Her goal is to get you from pain and discomfort to strong and aligned through her corrective exercise approach. Her passion behind decreasing injuries and providing real results is infectious. Not only does she love what she does, but she loves sharing her energy and knowledge to others, which really comes through during our conversation. We had so much fun talking with Tatiana and her energy, passion for helping others move better comes through during this episode. She shares her journey to becoming a personal trainer and how she struggled early on to gain acceptance from her parents. Tatiana shares what a functional strength coach is and how she helps clients relieve lower back pain and discomfort and become stronger with her corrective exercise approach. Like most in the fitness industry, Tatiana did a major pivot during the pandemic, and she also launched her own app during 2020, where she drops three new workout videos each week. She also provides motivational content on various health and wellness topics through her regular Tease Talks, and we were so honored to be guests on one of her talks in November, where we shared our tips to thrive, not just survive during the holiday season. And really, these tips are applicable all year long. We've included the link in the show notes so you can head on over and check out that as well. Tatiana has a special offer for all of our listeners. You will get the first week free on the Training with T app. And then your first month is just $14.99 when you use the code Art of Living. And with that, let's jump right into our fun and energizing conversation with Tatiana Lampa. Hi Tatiana, thank you so much for being a guest on the Art of Living Well podcast today. We are so excited to share your energy and knowledge and inspiration about movement and fitness with our listeners. So, you know, everyone has a story and we'd love for you to share your journey and how you ended up as a personal trainer, specializing in corrective exercise to now having your own fitness app.
2: All right, great. I'm really excited to, to chat about it, but thank you ladies for having me. Um, you guys are already like great vibes, great energy. So we're going to just keep on going. So um, hi guys, I am Tatiana Lampa. I am a personal trainer, but it took, um, it was quite a journey. And I like to always say this in the beginning is that I've always been physically active my entire life. So I couldn't envision myself doing anything else, but I did have other distractions come in my way. So, um, I wanted to become a physical therapist. So I spent majority of my college days and years, pre-med, nonstop studying, um, all these like crazy boring things. But to me, it was like really interesting. And I didn't get into physical therapy school and that just crushed me. So I went into depression mode, which is not me. I'm like the happiest person, like 99% of the day, I have a smile. Even my boyfriend says like, while I'm sleeping, I'm smiling. Um, (laughs) And um, I decided to, I was like, okay, I need to take a moment. I need to come up with another plan. And what exactly am I going to do? So I was like, you know what? Let me go back to school. I was a, I was a college dancer, cheerleader. Like I said, I was really active. And I was like, let me go back and study dance just to get my grades to to raise up. I ended up being a trainer during the time because I do have a degree in nutrition and exercise sciences. So I was like, what am I going to do with this degree? I might as well just like make some side money. I was working four jobs at, the, at that time and I ended up falling in love with personal training. And it's crazy because it was just a box gym. It was a New York sports club. And I fell in love with all of my members and my clients and hearing them say, you changed my life was like the, the most rewarding thing ever. And I was like, I don't think I can, I can just change this. I want to stay stay with this. So I made I fully committed to personal training. And like I told you guys, it was quite a journey because I had to get my parents' approval. So I am Filipino. So like Filipinos' expectations are always you have to be a doctor, you have to be a nurse or you have to own some like big crazy business. And I was what 19 or 20 years old and I didn't know what I was going to do. So having um my parents' approval was really, really tough. And that was um It finally probably took them until like last year
0: to really accept me and my job. Wow. So maybe maybe even share a little bit more about that for others that are in that situation with just approval and not necessarily even your parents' approval, but approval of friends or family members who, when you want to do something different, it could even be pivoting later in life and and going from the the corporate or medical profession to doing something else.
2: Yeah, that oh, like?
0: I love that. Um,
2: so especially with my parents, that was really tough. But I had this vision and my vision was so clear that I didn't want anything to get in my way. So, yes, I would like I would be driving. I would be crying. I'm like, all I want is like my parents to just accept me. Like I have this really, really great vision. They can't see it yet. So I'm like, I have to just wait it out. I need to keep pushing. I gotta, you know, not let that affect me because if it will, I won't be able to succeed. So um, I finally push all the boundaries and um, now they're so proud. I hear them on the phone like bragging about me and I'm like, you know what? You know, three years ago you weren't bragging about me. You were like (laughs) almost embarrassed. (laughs) And um, so yes, it feels really good. But for listeners, you know, if you are having that, that pushback, I just say, you know, keep your vision clear. Don't let all these outside noises affect you because what's going on in your vision and your journey is for you and it will all come out in the long run. So um, that's exactly what had happened with me. I had like one of, all my best friends were all super supportive, but people who aren't that close to me like, are you gonna get a real job? Like, what's your real job? Is this your side hustle? And like, it was almost like insulting to me. I was like, no, I wake up at 4.30 in the morning. I come home at nine o'clock and I do it all over again. Like I actually work more than the average nine to five person. So it was really hard for other people to understand. But now in this nature, people are actually leaving their corporate jobs and and pursuing fitness. And I think once you get into fitness, like even when you're working out, you know, how happy do you guys feel? Like the endorphins are really kicking in. And then that's why a lot of people are like, wow, I can kind of make this a career. I really enjoy the body. I like interacting with people. And I think that's what really attracts people to leave their, their regular corporate job to something that feels almost healthy for the body and for other people.
1: Well, good for you for sticking to what you want, because that is so hard for so many people. And to have that internal drive to know that you're going to be successful and you can do this. And I mean, it's hard to do when you don't have support. And it sounds like you did have some support from some close friends, which is very helpful. Yeah. Um, So are you still training people one-on-one in this environment? Yeah. And what so does that I, look like? I do
2: everything virtually. Everything's virtual. Um, I have one in-person client and that person I go into their house. I haven't you know, been exposed. Neither has my client. So we both feel really comfortable with that, but I have it gone to the gym. I did, I went to the gym once with my boyfriend just to see what it was like for his gym. And I was like, I'm never coming back. (laughs) I'm not going back to the gym here. Um, But yeah, like a personal training gym, I totally feel comfortable because you have, you know, limited people in the room. You're in control of the people. You also have a cleaner space. So I think that's important.
1: So now, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic and obviously that has greatly affected the fitness industry on the whole and so many of us, you know, not only the people working in the fitness industry, but also the people that were partaking in the fitness industry. Yeah. So how has your business shifted during that time?
2: Oh it shifted so quick. I'll never forget when New York City came uh shut down. It was March 13th. I was in Vermont. I went skiing and I was getting text messages nonstop we might have to shut down. We might have to shut down. Don't come to the class and, and all this stuff. And then I had another studio say, no, 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 we're, we're opening. We're opening. We're still going. I was like, all right, this is really confusing. And I came back from Vermont. I came into New York and it it was a different energy. It almost felt like New York city always has that pulse. It felt like it was a flat line and it was like kind of creepy. And, I was like, all right, so this is what we're gonna do. I'm gonna offer free classes for the next two weeks because we were told we were gonna be shut down for two weeks, I wanted to do that for our community. And then after that two weeks, we found out, you know, this wasn't gonna be this short pandemic. so I was like, all right, I have to start charging because this is my livelihood and we don't know when we're going back to the gym. So I shifted um, from free classes to offering my classes online. Then I have my 12 week program, Move Better, which um, helped a lot during the pandemic just to have that community. Because like you said, Marnie, you know, people come into fitness and it affected them. You, know, you come in because one, you like the workout. Two, you really like that instructor. You just need to get away from your home or your job. So it really does affect, yes, instructors in the industry, but also the clients and the members.
0: And so were you doing any virtual classes or training prior to the pandemic or did you really have to like completely pivot on March 13th?
2: Yeah, Um, I've always had my 12 week program move better. So that was kind of like my online platform, Um, but I didn't shift to to virtual until March 13th. I was like, quick guys, we are on Zoom. Here's the link. I remember like manually putting everyone's emails
0: um, and sending out the links. So, you know, I Marty and I both love to work out and we do different types of workouts. And there've been, as much as I thought I was a in-person group fitness class, you know, enthusiast because I needed the energy and the accountability, there's there's been some silver linings about moving our workouts to our house or outside and being virtual. So what have been some of the other silver linings that have come from you pivoting during this
2: pandemic? a lot of silver linings. I mean, sometimes I I get upset thinking about it because I'm such an in-person kind of person and I love the energy exchange, but it's one, it saves you guys so much more time. You can Mm -hmm. literally wake up at at 6.50 and your class is at seven and you don't have to do the travel time. You don't have to think about making food for your kids that early, you know? Um, We're just cutting so much time. And even people who are coming to class after work, you'd have to take the train or you'd have to drive. It's like a 20, 30 minute drive. Then after class, another 20, 30 minute drive. Now you have to shower. And, and you know, we just cut so much unnecessary time. So now you're at home and now you have this extra two hours that you, you didn't have before the pandemic. So I think that's like almost a silver lining for all of us and including me too, what
1: I teach class. I have to say, I do like rolling out of bed. Sometimes I will do my workout in my pajamas. <laughs> I love it, <laughs> and then shower, and it's like, you know, I roll out of bed five minutes before the class, and
0: it's it's lovely.
2: Yeah, it's great.
0: So you know, as much as I've loved the flexibility and the benefits from the online classes, everything that you just mentioned, Tatiana. I'm also craving the energy and of the in-person connections and the accountability yeah. that you get. Because sometimes I go downstairs and I'm like, oh, what am I going to do? And then I'm searching. I don't really have a plan because I'm used to someone else having the plan for me. Yeah. Um, and then you, we all are getting a little Zoom fatigued, right? Um,
2: yes. A lot of people are getting Zoom fatigue.
0: Yes. So what do you recommend to like help people gain that energy and motivation to go into their basements, especially when it's nice out. Um, And just push yourself to get the results that you want that you, you know, sometimes we get pushed more when
2: we're pushing
0: you. Yes, exactly. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, My biggest suggestion is one, get it get your workout done as early as possible. Like that's a higher chance. You're actually going to get the workout in the more you keep delaying. I'll do it later. I'll do it later. It's not going to happen because you're getting tired throughout the day. You come up with any excuse and listen, these excuses sometimes really do win. So I, I, my suggestion is get it done in the morning. I know sometimes like turning off that alarm sucks, but once you wake up and move your body, there's, you're not going back into bed. Just keep on moving. And the second suggestion is an accountability buddy so have like your friend that you both like enjoy the same class okay you're messaging each other on sunday i'm gonna take the tuesday 5 p.m class with so and so do you want to join in so having that interaction having someone holding you accountable is really important because yeah like in person you know you'd be like oh my gosh i can't wait to see you we're gonna grab a drink after class but now it's it's a little different so yeah have that have that person
0: i love that idea and i used to do that occasionally it, when we were in person, and I had honestly hadn't thought about doing that, yeah, online, yeah, um, yeah. I'm
1: doing yeah. that right now with a couple of friends, and it's very Amazing. helpful because for the 7 a.m. class that I've been doing, like it's very easy for me to say, eh, I don't feel like doing this class <laughs> yeah. today. But then when my friends showing up, I'm like, No, I gotta get on because we're yeah, both you, have, you almost have like FOMO, yeah, totally, yeah, exactly. Totally.
0: That's such a good idea.
1: So changing gears a little bit, um, I know, can you tell us a little bit about your theory on how moving and moving better are not one and the same?
2: Yeah, yeah. It's, um, so like I said, I do have my program called Move Better. It's a 12-week program, and it's really differentiating that. So we're we're all so blessed to be able to move, right? We're all blessed that we have two legs, two arms, and that we're, we're functioning, right? But sometimes when we're walking, how, is, how are you walking? Are you rounding your shoulders? Are you like arching your back? Even when <laughs> we all pull our shoulders <laughs> <on your back? laughs> and the way you sit, you know, like we're sitting down, we're stuck on the computer all day long, we're working from home. So like, what is our posture like? Um, you could be out to dinner and you're like, you know, again, slouching or your legs are constantly crossed. Any of the, any of these little things like moving, you know, like we pick up our kid from the ground. How did you pick your kid up from the ground? And you're, you're experiencing low back pain. So making sure that our form throughout the day while we're moving is really important. So really drilling in the proper muscles and getting them stronger is what's going to, um, translate into our daily activities. So our daily activities is, um, We train for our daily activities. That's what I want to I want other people to to realize. I know that's kind of crazy, right? We we do deadlifts. We do squats. You know, when we take our kid and we put them over the crib, we're hinging from the hips. That's your deadlift motion. You know, if something's coming down from the ground, are you going to squat or are you going to hinge? You are pressing the door, you know, that's pushing or pulling the door. So those actions really come out daily.
0: I love that. And is that I know you're a functional strength coach. Is that where that training comes into play? Is that, cause I know like it's really the functional movement, meaning what you're doing every day, putting your kid in the crib or bending down to pick something up that really matters.
2: Yeah, um, definitely with a lot of the functional strength training, I'm also pre and postnatal certified. And that, once I got certified with that, it changed the game for me with my corrective exercise um, because I just saw, it, it was just a different way of training. You know, like you want to be able to pick your kid up from the ground, but you're also pregnant at the same time. How are you able to do that? We need to figure out ways to do that. So we need to train for that. And we're also training, you know, I, we always say it's a marathon, not a sprint when you give birth. So um, building up for that. I'm sure you guys um, can experience that, had experienced that.
0: Yeah. Yes. Although I wish I would have had some of this knowledge in education when I was pregnant 15 years ago with my first child. So yeah,
1: me too. Like there was, I just, I had very little of any of this and it would have been yeah. so helpful. It
0: would Absolutely. have been so helpful. Yeah. And now we want to take a quick break from today's conversation to give a shout out to one of our sponsors, Lakewinds Co-op, which is a favorite grocery store of ours to shop at in the Twin Cities. We love that Lakewinds has such high standards and vets every single product on their shelves, including their amazing personal care and supplement section, so that we don't have to. As busy parents, we don't always have the time or the desire to read every ingredient label, and we, when we shop at Lakewinds, we have confidence that it's been done for us.
1: Grocery shopping should be an enjoyable and calm experience and Lakewind's does everything to make your experience stress free from the moment you walk in the door. The decor and aesthetics are really calming and inviting and we have never met such knowledgeable and friendly staff in all the departments, including meat and seafood in the wellness department and produce. We love Lakewind's produce section, which focuses on organic and fair trade products. About 95% of the produce is organic and local as much as possible, and they really support the local and small sustainable farmers right here in Minnesota and Wisconsin.
0: The meat buyers actually visit the farms. They talk to the ranchers and see their practices to ensure that the animals are ethically raised and treated, which is really important to us. All of their meat is free from additives, synthetic preservatives, nitrates, antibiotic residues, steroids, and added growth hormones. Unlike many traditional grocery stores, Lakewind's has a banned ingredient list that is used to vet the products on their shelf, which includes artificial flavors, colors, preservatives, high fructose corn syrup, hydrogenated oil, etc. This applies to the food on their shelves as well as the supplements and beauty and personal care products in their wellness department. If an item doesn't meet the product standards, Lakewind's doesn't allow it on their store. And we love that peace of mind.
1: We also love how they seek out local small batch makers who meet their standards and really try to support our local businesses. We all know that maintaining a healthy body and mind has huge implications on our immune systems and being able to fight off the flu. So support your health and wellness in the new year by shopping at your local co-op. You can find the fabulous Lakewinds co-ops in Minnetonka, Chanhassen and Richfield or have groceries delivered from Instacart. While Lakewinds Co-op is a member-owned store, you don't have to be a member to shop and receive their weekly specials. Although we highly recommend that you do become members like us for additional monthly savings and an annual dividend.
0: You can find out more by going to lakewinds.coop. And when you're there, be sure to check out their delicious recipes. And if you don't live in the Twin Cities, we highly encourage you to find your local co-op by heading over to National Co-op Grocers and finding one near you. So tell us
1: about your new app that you've created. And I know that was a goal of yours for a while. And tell us how it works and about the program.
2: Yeah, really excited about the training with the app. So it's been a long time coming. and. I had this vision, again, like my vision when, back when I first became a trainer, I was like, gosh, it would be so cool if I had an app, but I have, one, I don't have the funds, I just became a trainer, two, I don't even know where to start, and how do I do this, so when I started my Move Better program, the 12-week program, that was kind of like getting my feet wet with the online space, and then, um, it's crazy, this happened this past February, I was on a, I went to a bachelorette in St. Thomas. I was on the flight and I get this email and it's from Vimeo. And they're like, we think you'd be great to have your own app. And I was like, whoa, I was like, they're reaching out to me. I was like, Vimeo, that's kind of weird. They're the video. And so I started doing a lot of research. I'm like, wow, these big name fitness people are already on this. Um, I can't miss out on this opportunity. So I got on a call with them and I was like, yeah, I'm all in. Like, here's my money. I mean, here's all my money. I'm in. This is, you know, what I've been wanting to do.
0: That's That's awesome. So So they do it all for you. They set it all up and you drop in the content. I'm just curious as you know. So they are the app.
2: Yeah, they are the app developers. So um, they did everything on the back end. I probably did just a few things, but I do record everything myself. Um, I edit and then I post share. I get all like the emails. I put them into into the back end. So I'm doing a lot of like the not that hard stuff, but things that I can manage. So um, anyone who's thinking about having an app and you're like, I need a studio, I need a director, I need a photographer or a filmer, you don't. I literally film here in the garage. I use it with my iPhone. I did buy a fancy camera that I have no idea how to use. I bought a <laughs> mic, don't know how to use it. And a lot of people have said, listen, as long as we can see you, it's really great content. And we're tired of seeing this perfect space because it's not relatable.
1: We wanna be able to relate with our instructors or our coach. That's so cool. So are you, um, how often are you recording and dropping new material?
2: So every week I drop two new videos and I'm filming maybe like twice or three times a week. And this past week has been, uh, the week before has definitely been hard, but this week, again, after once we are done with this podcast, I'm gonna go ahead and start filming another video.
0: And so tell us about like, if you sign up for the app, do you get access to all the content or you, you pay for the app? How does that all work?
2: Yeah. So once you hop onto the app, you're going to have full access to all of my workouts. I, ha- I break everything down for you. So I have a core section. I have legs and glutes. I have upper body and arms. I have kettlebells. I have your stretch. I have meditation. And then I throw in this, instead of a Ted's talk, it's T's talk where I bring in professionals and I just talk, talk to them. That's,
0: That's awesome. Super cool. Well, maybe you yeah. want
1: to have us on sometime. Yeah. I would love to have <laughs> you guys on.
0: Definitely. Tell us about the, the tease talk. I love that. Um, like what type of, what, what kind of topics are you discussing and sharing?
2: The first one was our registered dietitian. She was talking about, um, would you, anything with nutrition, especially during the pandemic and how it was crazy. We're talking about how sugar, might have a higher chance of feeding the virus. So staying away from sugar um, is really important. You guys probably can agree to that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Um, so we spoke about that. Last uh, guest I had was a mindset coach and how meditation can help you lose weight, um, which I thought was really
1: interesting and really cool. So yeah, you guys can be my next guest. Yeah, we would love to. to. Yes. So the app sounds pretty awesome and you offer that a week free, is that right?
2: Yes. So you get seven days free onto the app. All you guys have to do is download the app training with T, you will just create your
0: login and right right away you get your first week free. Okay, that's awesome. We'll link all that up in the show notes for people. And we love leaving our listeners with some practical tips that they can implement immediately into their life. What are your, what can you share with our listeners when it comes to movement and also just as we head into these cooler months, keeping motivated as well?
2: Yeah, Um, that's a lot of people reach out to me. They're like, it's getting colder. It's getting darker. I need you. Like, what can we do? Like I need that accountability. So yes, I can already feel like the darkness just pulls you down. Today in in, um, New York is really gloomy. How is it by you guys? It's pretty gloomy
0: and cold. We had eight inches inches of snow the other day, which- Wait, what? Record. I mean, they they said it was going to be two to four inches. It ended up eight inches. We've like, yeah, broken all these records. It looks like December. Wow. And today it's like wet and kind of rainy because it's just above freezing. So it's like a damp cold. It's it's not
2: pleasant. not, And so no one wants to work out during this time. So um, I think it's really important to remind ourselves that it is really important for our health to move your body. I know we do spend a lot of time sitting down. Um, I sound crazy when I say this, but sometimes when I'm like going... Call after call, I will go put a timer on for five minutes, and I run up and down my stairs just for five minutes, just to get some steps and get my heart rate up because I'm tired of sitting down. So that's like one of my biggest tips: is just get up, just move. It can be for simply five minutes, put the timer on, um, and then my next suggestion is um, being mindful of your posture. I think being mindful is really important because sometimes we can just sink into our chair, you know, or um, sometimes we just sit into one hip, or we have our kid sitting on one hip and that's the favorite hip because you're using your right arm to cook and everything. So switching everything up because our body is a balance. So creating a muscle imbalance can be harmful for our body.
0: Those are, those are great tips. And I know one of the goals that you help clients with is like reducing and freeing themselves from pain and discomfort with your corrective exercise approach. Can you share a little bit more about that and like just what you're seeing and how you help people feel better from with pain and discomfort?
2: Yeah. So that is probably my favorite thing to talk about. And when people tell me they're like, I have really bad low back pain. I have a knee pain. My heart starts to palpitate. Cause I'm like, Oh my gosh, I re- I'm creating a program in my head. I'm really excited to, to show you and get you better and just getting stronger. So, um, A lot of people that come onto my Move Better program do have low back pain, or they had low back pain during, before, during, or after their pregnancy, and I think that's really important because a lot of things that happen, I think that's why the the prenatal and postnatal and the corrective exercise really complement each other as a trainer for me, is that as, you, as the belly is growing, we're compensating, we're pulling back, right? And so now we're having this arch back, and now you can also almost place your hands on your back and you're like, "I am so tired, right. So now during this time, your spine is stuck in that in that anterior pelvic tilt. Pain happens. you you give birth, you're focused on the baby and you're still in pain, but you're almost like masking or you don't even think about it. Then after the pregnancy and you're like, the baby's gotten older, like, wow, I am in so much pain. What do I do? Doctor said, I can't work out, I can't do this. And my goal is to decrease that low back pain and also work on your posture because a lot of people always forget about the backside. Everyone always focuses on the anterior side because that's what we see in the mirror. But we forget about the back, which is important. Like I said before, our body is a balance system, from front to back, from right to left. So um, teaching people that you know strengthening your body is really important, and also understanding what part of your body is overactive that needs to be stretched. So like I said, that extreme arched back, especially during a pregnancy, your quads are most likely really tight. So we need to loosen that up. You can foam roll, Theragun, um, hyperice, uh, hypervolt, and then you need to strengthen your backside. That's your hamstring, glutes. So um, Teaching women, which is really important for me, that portion, and then our core, center core, you know, we don't have to do thousands of crunches to have abs. We actually need to work our core from the inside out, focusing on the stabilization.
1: Which I love that you said that because so many people think you need to do, you know, a hundred old school crunches and that's how you get the abs. And that's, and it's like, no, 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 no. no. That's like dinosaur ages of like rocky ages. Right. The other exactly. day, my mom was like, do you still do sit-ups? Do you still do crunches? I'm like, no, I don't <laughs> ever. Uh-huh. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, they're they're dead. <laughs> I do do a lot of planks, though. I don't know what you think about planks, but I no, do quite a are, bit of planks.
2: Planks are great. There's... um it's just a certain way that you do it. So sometimes like when we fatigue, we start to like press into our shoulders, then our our shoulders go towards our ears. And then we start to feel tightness in our traps. So always reassuring yourself that pulling your shoulders down and then getting your lats involved is really important. Um, And then that's when you start to feel your core, no arching of the back, you know, squeezing your glutes. So a plank is really great because it's working your total body, your entire body. Awesome.
0: I like to do a lot of planks. Well,
1: I'm super excited to try your app. I yes. have to be honest. So am I. I. Be-
0: yeah. Well, I just and- need some new workouts right now. I'm I'm just I'm in a rut. I'm in a complete rut. So this is perfect timing. Perfect so, timing. So
1: you know, and hopefully all our listeners will log on as well and try it. And where where can people find you? Follow you on social media. You guys can find me on Instagram at training underscore with
2: underscore T. So training with T. And you guys can find my app in the Apple store on your Android training with T. You guys can also log onto your computers, uh, grab the videos on there as well. And then you guys can find me on my website. It's easy trainingwitht.com. I have a message system on there. You guys can email me, reach out to me. I love chatting with everyone. You know, if you do have questions, feel free. If you have a question about your low back, like you already
0: guys already know how excited I got. That's my
2: jam. So please tell me how that feels,
0: (laughs) which I'm going to do that. I know for myself, I've had lower back issues over the years, especially during pregnancies. So I think that is just so, so important. And as soon as you said, you know, your posture, I immediately started sitting up better.
1: (laughs) Me too. I hope everyone, yeah, I hope everyone else that like reminder.
0: Yeah. No, sometimes it is just that quick reminder to sit up straight. Totally. Um, well, Tatiana, this has been amazing and I love your energy. Um, one final question that we'd like to ask all of our guests is what does the art of living well mean to you?
2: I think the art of living well is being happy from the inside out. And I think a lot of people uh, are always searching for the outside portion. Maybe I'll buy this handbag will make me happy or um, this guy is going to make me happy. I think being happy within yourself is really important before you start getting all the the shiny objects around you. Uh, I always say, like, when I met my boyfriend, I felt fully complete with myself that I was able to accept someone into my life that he added more value and happiness. He, like, filled my cup when my cup was
1: already filled. I love that. that that's so beautiful. And, you know, I love that you realize that at such a young age because that does take many people a lot of years to learn. Yeah
0: yeah absolutely. It sounds like you're you're well on your way uh, on your journey, your own personal journey. So thank yeah, journey journey's sharing. wild, thank you. It is it is. but thank you for sharing that with our with our listeners. Yeah. And well, thank you so much for being a guest today. We've loved having you. And we'll link hey. up all this information in the show notes so everyone can go and download your app and sign up for your twelve week program. Yay, thank you so Yay. much, ladies. Thank you
1: have, Bye. A, have
0: great a great day. day. Bye. Thank you so
1: much for listening to the Art of Living Well podcast. We are so grateful that you
0: joined us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or anyone else you think may benefit from this information. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast, leave us a review, and tag the Art of Living Well podcast on social media.
1: If you want more inspiration in between episodes, you can find us on social media at Living underscore well on Instagram and Facebook, where we will share snippets from our daily lives and our journey to living well.